Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Seven Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 1067 Buzz 2. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Jack's picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much. Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities given despite the fact. That many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill, who would've thought he'd be the one that set the West in flames And I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, Ryu had this Stupidest person, this dude is the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots. His stocks through the roof. I heard from with that guy. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. We call him Ryder, he's sick and he's spitting fire in Mike. Got him out the dryer, he's hot. Found him in Fort Minor with top. Nihilist porcupine, he's a he's a the type. Women wanna be with them rappers, hope he gets eight years in the making, patiently waiting to blow. Now the record with your notice taking over the globe. James to Reeves, Reeves throws it up, it's good! Reeves from downtown, nine straight points, it's a three-point game! Gets inside, shot in and out, Davis, tip won't go, rebound, knocked loose, still loose, Porter dives on it, Davis dives on him! And Caldwell Polk comes out of the pack. Here comes Murray. Alley up to Gordon. Oh, what a play. All right, welcome in 1008 on a wonderful Wednesday. It's a busy one today. That was how it sounded, at least a couple of the plays, as the Lakers fell just a hair short. Great fourth quarter comeback. Frantic. But not quite enough as the Nuggets take Game 1 in the Western Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals begin tonight. We also got our lottery taken care of last night. Congratulations to the San Antonio Spurs, who win the Victor Wembenyama sweepstakes. And congratulations. That was big time. So he will be a Spur, and it's interesting. I'll go ahead and give you one away. You can guess how old he is later. But it comes the night before... Tony Parker's birthday, interestingly enough. How about that for a coincidence? Hmm. It's not ironic. One French spur to another French spur. That's right. And I heard this morning, must have been Josh that said it, because obviously, <laughs> uh, that Victor plays on, or has played on he, Tony's he old team. to play on Tony Parker's yeah. team, yes. Because you were telling me yesterday that they made this whole new team for him to basically stay active and right. show off his skills, right. which worked well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Spurs are going to shock the world and take someone else. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> That would be really uh, dumb and really surprising. R.C. Buford would be fired. Yes. Did uh, we get any reaction from him last night on uh, the Spurs winning the lottery? Sure did. Yeah. Not to brag about it, but I knew what was going to happen. And uh, I actually recorded myself uh, saying it this morning, walking to practice. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, the universe told me dreams, feelings. Yeah. It happens sometimes. But it it never, it's never wrong. It's always right. Uh, Team player, I'm gonna make everything to to win as many games as I can, and uh, ace, I, I'm trying to win a ring ASAP. So be ready. There's a special relation between France and the Spurs because because of Tony, of course, and also Boris. And um, 
I know half of the country, maybe if not the whole country, wanted this person to have the first pick. So <laughs> I was looking uh, at everyone, and everyone was happy. So I was too. Uh, for a second, there, I thought he meant in the, in the United States. He meant in France. Yeah. That makes sense. I uh, I, mean, I knew it too, and I meant to say yesterday that the Spurs yeah. were going to win it. I, we I were forgot. all thinking it. Well, look, they were one of the three teams that had a fourteen percent chance, so they were in as good a spot as well two other teams. the The crazy thing is, and I don't want to poke at him because he gets mad when we talk about him when he's not here. But I think it's fair to say that the Pigskin was not a particularly great mood out of the gate the other day, or he was just feeling particularly surly. Maybe he wasn't in a bad mood. That may not be a fair representation. But the Detroit Pistons and one other team had a 14% chance. The Rockets had a 14% chance. And the Pistons end up with the worst position of the three teams with the best chance to get the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. That's been Detroit's luck. So it's Spurs at 14%, then the Hornets, then the Trailblazers, Rockets, and Pistons. So it wasn't exactly according to form, but it wasn't terribly far off. Mm -mm. The worst chance of winning it all was the Pelicans, and the Pelicans ended up getting the 14th pick. So it all worked out, uh, I guess, okay in that regard. But does it, after the lottery, the top pick, does it go, I guess it doesn't go by form, but after the first five, it was in decreasing order on percentages. Yeah, only, I mean, if one... Or two teams jump, there's not going to be movement with the other teams. Okay, that makes sense. So the Portland and um, Charlotte, they jumped up into the top three. Right, Charlotte ended up second. Yep. So Yeah, when it was uh, San Antonio and Charlotte, I was like, here we go again. Patrick Ewing, Knicks, Jordan and Nike, they're going to get him. This is It's rigged. And then they pulled the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, guess it's not. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, Portland was one ping-pong ball away from landing the first pick. How's that work? Well, they draw ping-pong balls, and they ended up being just one away from getting the first pick. Last which night? would have been nice for Damon Willard. Yeah. What do you mean, one ping-pong? I don't understand I, what you're saying. I don't either. You lost me. Well, that's how... you. They put a certain number of ping-pong balls, and... And they put them in order? Well, it's, it's based on how high your percentage is. Mm-hmm. So, if you're a lower percentage, you'll have less ping-pong balls. Okay. And they, what do they do with half percentages? They put half a ping pong ball in? I don't know how exactly it works. <laughs> but they had drawed well the first four times and jumped up, but the last time they didn't draw the ping pong ball they needed. Gotcha. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, well, they end up with a third pick, so not too shabby. Could have been worse. there Because, they, again, they finished ahead of the Rockets and Pistons. They should have been happy with that. Last night, as we welcome in Joe Klein from Corky's Barbecue. Hello, Joseph. Uh, you're on camera, so don't make any ugly faces at me. Oh, really? We, yeah. we, we got video now? Oh, we got video, buddy. Where am I? World Wide Web. Uh, look. YouTube. Oh, you can see my Twitter. <laughs> oh, that thing there. There you are, Joe. Looking good. Looking sharp. Hey, hey. Um, and we should... Hey, oh, boy. Hey, you. Completely lost him. Hey, All right, goodbye, Joe. Uh, 132-126 the game last night, and <laughs> the Nuggets got a uh, remarkable performance from... Jokic, who had a triple-double and a pretty pretty sizable one, 34 points, 14 assists, and 21 rebounds. Not a bad game. Mm. Heck, there were guys that uh, it's a pretty good, pretty oh, good week. Yeah. I got 20 once in 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. He had, he had what, 12 at the end of the first quarter? I mean, he had he almost had a, you know. Triple-double yeah, half? Yeah. He and... Um, he and Murray would not miss. Every I watched the second quarter and the third quarter, and like every shot, and I'm like, oh, that's a tough. Oh, he made it. Oh, that's a tough. Oh, he made it. Why were they going under Murray on that handoff and that pick and roll up there? I mean, I was. They were abusing. And I don't want to pick I mean, on the Arkansas kid, but they were abusing Austin mm-hmm. Reeves in the pick and oh, roll. Yeah, well, and, and, and Schroeder too. They were going at Schroeder too. I, I mean, but when he went over. You know, I was kind of going at Schroeder because I was like, why are you going under? You know, nobody in their right mind is going to have that as a game plan to mm-hmm. go under Murray. And they kind of, one time he kind of was raising his hands, looking at the bench, and they kind of alluded to, you know, Jeff Van Gundy, who, you know, alludes to creating basketball. You know, he thinks he invented it, but I mean, he was like, he's a good analyst. He gets on my nerves. So. Okay. But he is good, but he gets on my nerves. But he uh, he was kind of alluding that they were planning to do that, and I just... Well, that's why he would look at the bench. Yeah. So I thought, like, what yeah, are we doing? What are, why are we doing yeah. this? You know, what are Time we for doing? a change. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I just, I didn't, I didn't understand that, but... 
a lot of things happened. I mean, that doesn't mean it was planned. They might have been messing the players might have been messing it up too. So, but it just it kept happening over and over again. So it kind of made you think that hey, might want to call a timeout and get everybody on the same page, or make it a point of emphasis, or change our coverage, or something. The, to the Lakers' credit, they did change it up in the second half, and that's why they made a comeback. Well, they they should have never even. Well, what change in the uh, the thing? They that used AD as a roamer. Well, they put him yeah, on the ball and, and let and him help. But the thing that changed was the pace of the game. That's what changed. I mean, that you can see, you can see if this game gets going up and down first half. Forget it. It's over. Yeah. It is it'll be over in four. I can't but, remember seeing an NBA team get the ball out of the basket after a make and get it down court faster than what the Nuggets did for the whole game last night. Yeah, and I mean that should be them every time, make or miss. They should just be trying to attack. Now again, what happens is you can get a little crazy and wild and and so they they got a lead and they you know, in my opinion they started playing a little play started playing the clock a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and it almost it almost bit them. They, yeah, they got within three, so it was close. Um, there was a lot made of the switch, and to your point, they switched off AD and let him roam and put Hachimura on yep. Jokic. Yep. And so maybe they did find something, so you lose the battle. Maybe you can win the war through that. I don't know if that works for a full game, but it certainly was more effective in the fourth quarter. Well, and I think the other thing is, is Gordon. I mean, you know, how much can they – because when, when Gordon's out there, they put AD on Gordon. Gordon's not a not a he's not going to draw AD away from the basket. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you play Gordon? Because when Gordon comes in there, AD's going to go right to him. I mean, they're going to put him right on there, so he can he's going to say shoot it, man, shoot shoot all the threes you want. So I don't. I mean, I think you know how do you play him? And again, when it's flying up and down, Gordon's a Gordon's a beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, sure. he's a beast, man. He can get up and down, and he's athletic. But you get him in the half court, and he's got some definite, uh, definite liabilities. I heard uh, your boy Scotty Hastings on uh, the Dan <laughs> Patrick show this morning, and he said, "This is the what you saw last night is what Denver does and has done all year. They race out to a big lead. They they relax or they put in some of the guys on the bench." He said, "That's the weakness of the team is the bench." And then it's up to the starters to come back in and right. to finish it off. And he said they've been doing it all year, so we, you know, we didn't see anything different last night that we've been seeing all year long. And he said, you know, I, there was no panic in me because I knew exactly what was going on because I've been watching it all year. And then they give them credit; they know how to finish. And partly, and I want to ask you this: finishing, and especially for an older team like the Lakers in that thin air, and then now with the series being every other day. Yeah. How much do you think that is an impact? It's an impact. No, I mean, I, I, I poo-pooed it when I came out of college. And, but you get out there, and every year, the first, you know, if, every time you go there, there's a there's a burn in your lungs. I mean, there, it burns. It's, and you you got to get through that first, you know, quarter, mm-hmm. six, seven minutes, get a blow, kind of get acclimated. But, but then again, you... You get fatigued quicker because it, it it's just lack of oxygen. Right, yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a real it's a real thing. Uh, yes, I think you also got some kind of outlier performances from Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. I don't think those two were outliers. I think they're studs. Oh, I think they're good, but they're also very inconsistent. Well, here's my question: How much better is is uh is LA going to be? They shot fifty five percent. Yeah, they you were got forty out of AD. You got Reeves had twenty plus. Well, you can you know, say LeBron. that about Denver too. They shot forty seven. They shot fifty five percent too. And forty seven from the three. So did LA. Yeah, they so both I shot mean, it. They well, both shot it. Yeah, you know, the both. Who can defend better next right, game? That's, that's the thing. Does is it a half court game or a full court game? I mean, if yeah. it gets in the half court, I mean, the Lakers are going to have a great chance because it's just that's that's not Denver style. They're they're. You know they're they can play that way, but they're so much better than the Lakers. You know the Lakers in half court defense is one of the best defensive teams in the country and mm-hmm. in, the, in the nation, but in the NBA, I'll get in the to, world, whatever. <laughs> but in transition, they're they're not on Mars. Good. So, I mean, again, I think the pace. I think 130. If it's 120 to 130, I don't like it for the Lakers. So I think the Lakers gotta gotta get it down. The thing I was saying with Jamal Murray is he'll go off one game, and then the next game he'll be three for 15. Isn't that AD? He'll go off one game. Well, um, AD's been pretty that's, consistent lately. Yeah. But um, so is Jamal. Jamal's, 
the ball's had a good. He's averaging twenty six in the playoffs. I mean, he's. We were watching. He's, he's pretty good. We now. were watching that matchup with the centers, and that's the first time I think, in a long time for sure, that both guys have had the kind of output that those two guys had. But I will say this: there was one play that stood out. Was Jokic had backed AD out? He was outside the paint, and he spun on him baseline and flushed it on him. And I was like, okay, I was not expecting that to be part of the mix tonight. So everybody asks, you know, and, I, and I'm and I'm going to say this, and and I, he. Who's he remind you of? Who's he remind you of? Who's he? Nobody can think of who he reminds me of. You know who he reminds me of? Yo, kid, you're talking about Mm-mm. Arvidas. No, Larry Bird. Hmm. And not, not that they're the same type of player, but both can shoot. Larry shot it better. Both can play in the post. You know, both are great passers. Both can bring the ball up. Both are great in the pick and roll. Now they do. They have. They're not the same, but they're. They're overall. They can do all those things mm-hmm. really good. Now, you know, Larry was a little better at this and the bat and this and that and you know. But uh, they both glow in the dark. Yeah, but you know, Arvidas. I mean, oh, Arvidas, I'm sorry. I'm the only one. Jokic okay, is a, Jokic is a little more of a center, but I mean, again, that that. I'm not saying he's as good as Larry or anything like that, but when you're trying to wrap your head around who this guy mm-hmm. is, I, I always go to him because it's kind of kind of a they do. He's supremely skilled. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. and not and not supremely athletic. Right. Hastings says he's been asking people, you know, other players. Isaiah said he he's he looks like magic to him. Um, so he got the comparison of uh, Scott always Hastings always thought it was uh, uh, the the flopper. Um, Vlade Ibaka. Yeah, he th- he had so a lot of his down. game in um, yeah. a Vladi's game. He's like but, super Vladi. But he said, yeah. He's now yeah. at the point yeah. Yeah. where you don't compare him to anybody. He now get people are comparing other players to but, him. He's got to he's gotten to that stature. But I mean, I've been you know because ever since the playoffs started, everybody's kind of been. Who is he remind you of? And I mean, I, and last night I was sitting there watching, and when he when he shot that three over uh, Anthony, and he cocked it back, and that's how Larry used to kind of shoot mm-hmm. it. And I was like, that's got some bird on it right there. Well, and amazingly, that, <laughs> on it right there. Well, and amazingly, that crazy wild last second had to get it up desperation three ends up being the difference. You know, maybe in the game. Obviously, it was a six-point finish, but they got within three. Oh. If Reeves is three, tie the game, maybe get a little different oh, outcome. No, no doubt. I mean, again, they you got to be careful in the playoffs jacking around with leads and messing around, and all of a sudden you lose a game. I mean, look at the Bucks. I mean, again, they're, you know, Greek freaks out, Greek freaks out. And they, and they you know, I, I guarantee you they were sitting there thinking, you know what? We're going to get him back in game four. We're down 2-1, and and we're just... We're fine. We're fine. And then all of a sudden you lose that game, and you've given away two games, and you're toast, man. And that that's where you got to... You just you can't mess around with these leads because these series can change. They can flip so quickly. I was, I've been a part of three of them that were... We were in total control, and last second shot, tip in... Go go from two zero to two one instead of three zero, and next thing you know, you're in game seven and yeah. you're getting beat. Who is uh, as far as coaches go? Quickly, I'm going to take a couple calls here, at least one. Um, of the coaches that got canned, who was the what was the worst firing you thought? It's been a bunch. Oh, man. Doc Budenholzer, Monty Williams, Nick Nurse. You can see Doc coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, Doc. I mean, he was. He was brought there to get them to the finals or the or the Eastern Conference Finals in three years, and and uh, you that know, was easy. Kind of gagged gagged two of those series, and so like this last one, you got Game Six at home. Okay, so who's the right. guy that deserved to be fired the least in your opinion? Um, Milwaukee. Okay, I, I didn't like that one. I, that that one was a you know, I mean. I mean, you can nitpick all of them, but I mean, he's there was in, their best player was hurt, blah blah blah. I mean, people don't care about that, but um, that's a factor for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's he's won him a championship. They've 
been in the hunt, I think I would have given him one more run, and then if they fell flat on their face one more time, you know, and you never know with these things. I mean, these all these all these superstar players are consulted in yeah. all these things, so you don't know what the dynamic sure. is. And so if you know, I want to ride my guy that won a title with me, though. That's my thing. I yeah. don't I don't know why you'd feel bad about the way he's doing things if you're. You know, you get a top seed. You've already won a title together. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. Either. He lost two. He lost two games without his best player, and he's been very good for five years. He lost two games with his best players and lost the series, and you fired him. Yeah, I don't I mean, get it. I don't get that. It's a good point. Um, let's talk about the East after the break. After we talk to Hagen Smith, who's coming up next? Thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. A couple quick calls, then we'll hit the break. Savage, what's going on? Oh, forty-five. Mm-hmm. Is he forty-five? Okay. Good, we can talk about the East on the other side. Oh, sorry, Savage, let me turn you on here. There you go. What's up, fellas? You doing all right? I'm good, buddy. Good. What's up? Hey, Joe, yep. what's your two cents on the John Moran situation? How do you think this uh, saga's going to play out? If you're, if you're the, the owner of the league, what, what do you see happen? I'll get off the appreciate I think, I think he'll at least be done until All-Star break next year. I'm sorry, I can, I, can I borrow from Joe Klein? He's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think he's – I think they're going to – He's going to miss at least half a year. You do? Yep. I don't think so. I thought yesterday when we got off the air, it'd probably be like a 10 to 15 game suspension. After Uh, hearing Adam Silver last night, I'm thinking it's going to be 20. They gave gave him eight, and it didn't. He gave him eight, and it didn't take. He didn't break the law. I don't care. It don't matter. If he didn't break the law, I don't think he can suspend him for that long. What, What did he do that is wrong? Other than it's a bad look, it's a bad optic. But I don't think you give him a half half year image, suspension. It's an image conscious league. I understand he, that. And he he met, he gave contrition, and then on top of that, he kind of and Christian can, but he kind of went at people saying, "If you want to question my toughness, you want to come at me or something like that." Is what I, I mean. He He's, he kind of snapped person, about. Yeah, people. he tweeted at a person one time. It's free to see how hollows feel. And then, hollow point round. And then and then uh, he had the incident with the teenager. I mean, this is this is the third this is the third time. These, I agree. So and and he sits down with the commissioner, gives contrition, talk. You know, you know. It's like I won't do it again, Dad. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to do it. It's a little again. different because if it was in Memphis, first of all, the part of the issue there was he was in a strip club. He was in. A, he was not in a. Uh, again, he's not in his home or he's not in his car. The other thing is he took the gun across state lines. That was another issue. Um, so there were there were a couple things there. I don't look at these the same. I'm not saying it's right, and it certainly looks no. a horrible look. I just don't think he's going to get a half year. And by the way, I need the NRA out there beating the door down of the NBA offices if they suspend him over holding a legally owned gun. So let's see if they step up on that one when it comes down the to bottom it. Bottom line is he, he he's not getting it, and I think the NBA is looking at it as he's a potential star. We need to get him. Oh, he's a star. We need to get him. No, he's a potential he's, star. No, he's losing. He's losing his he's, star he's, power. And he's a guy that can be great forever. We got to get his attention. And I, I mean, I would be disappointed if they didn't do that because he needs a jolt. He needs a big time. I jolt. agree, but I don't I think mean, they're going to suspend him for half a season. I think it's still. Exciting. I'd be I'd be dis- dis- very disappointed if they don't. Okay. Because here's the thing, acting a fool, even if it's legally owned and everything, acting a fool with a gun is a very, very, very dangerous thing. Then he's acting a fool with guns. And so he doesn't respect guns. He doesn't respect what guns can do. And he needs a wake-up call. Stan. Hey, yes, sir. How you doing, Justin? I'm fine for now. Let's see how I am at the end of the call. <laughs> Big Joe. How you doing, bro? Hey, Stan. How are you? I was at your, I at your restaurant on, McCain, on a old woman came eating some fish yesterday. But you got the best fish in the city, babe. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Hey, look here. I'm going to ask y'all this and let you go. I heard y'all off into the game last night. But y'all want to know who's going to win that series between them and the Lakers. That's all I want to know. Give me who's going to win it. And well, I'm, y'all have a good day, brother. Uh, I usually would take the team as up. You're going to look at me kind of funny. I went with the Lakers in seven beforehand, so I'll just stick with that. I'm I, I thought the five. Nuggets in six is what I thought. I could see either way. I don't think John Morant's going to get a half a season. So there. That's my prediction. Yeah. We need, we need to do another poll question. Over, under, half a season, 41 games. Here's what I think. I'm more worried about him putting a seatbelt on. you going to look at me funny. <laughs> but here's the deal, Joe. Did you know that national seatbelt use rate is 91.6%? I don't know what it is in Memphis, but in Arkansas it's 79%. That's pretty pathetic, Joe. We're better than that. Now, I do not have the percentage of people who wave guns on IG Live 
in Arkansas, but I do know that's also not a good idea. It takes two seconds to buckle your seatbelt. And John Morant will tell you it takes two seconds to get suspended from the NBA as well. But here's the deal. Wearing a seatbelt's no laughing matter. Get serious about it, folks. 51% of passengers killed in car crashes in 2020 were unrestrained. So buckle up. It's going to strongly encourage or uh, improve your chances of living and avoiding significant injuries. So let's be smart. Seatbelt use saves nearly 15,000 lives a year. Click it or ticket every trip, every time. It's the law. It's the law, I say. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. The NCAA Golf Championships continue. The Arkansas Razorbacks are in prime position to compete for a national championship. The Hogs are in first place in the Salem region at 39 under par after a 17 under round two. They have a seven shot lead on second place Georgia Tech and a 14 shot lead on New Mexico and North Carolina who are in third place. The top five teams in the region move on to compete for the national championship. Little Rock Trojans are plus one in the Bath region which puts them in eighth place in 12 spots out of the top five. Little Rock Trojans defeated the UCA Bears 8-3 last night at Dickey Stevens Park. UCA Baseball still has a chance to make the A-Sun Tournament. We'll need some help as they head into the final weekend of the season. UALR is safely in the Ohio Valley Conference Tournament and will be fighting for a regular season championship this weekend against Moorhead State. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, I'm Justin Pinion of the Arkansas basketball team. Bell & Sword & Conway has everything for gentlemen at a great price. Everything that a man would need. Shoes, a huge denim selection from AG, Page, 34 Heritage, accessories, and gifts. Pullovers, shirts, and sweaters. Bell & Sword, quality men's clothing in the store. The only store with a tailor on staff for your custom needs. Bell & Sword, 1016 Oak Street in Conway on Facebook and Instagram. Fellas, need an annual health exam for work, or do you just want to start your year prioritizing your health? I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than 100 bucks for full labs and an office visit with the provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey, I saw your car in Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new, Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days? Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage. And that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acre and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. We, we talked directly about the consequences first before we got to a subsequent um, potential to have done something wrong. We were very focused on the misconduct that was in front of us at the time and and frankly most of our conversation was about how incredibly serious the first incident was of waving you know a firearm on you know on social media and again you know the, and the consequences there an eighth game suspension was pretty serious and something that he, at least to me, seemed to take incredibly seriously in that time. And we spoke for a long time about not just the consequences that could have on his career, but the safety issues around it. Um, it could have 
injured, maimed, killed himself, someone else with an act like that and also the acknowledgement that as you said he's a star I mean he has an incredibly huge following yeah. and that my concern and I thought he shared with me that millions if not tens of millions of kids globally would see him as having done something that was celebrating in a way you know that that act of 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 sort of of so of, of using a firearm in that fashion and so i at least was left um with the sense that he was taking this incredibly seriously so honestly i was shocked when i saw this weekend that video now we're in the process of investigating it um, and we'll figure out exactly what happened to the best we can then. It's again, it's the video's a bit grainy and all that, but I'm assuming the worst, you know, and, uh, but we'll, we'll, fi we'll figure out, you know, exactly what happened there. That sounds like a disappointed commissioner right there. And I mean, he's probably as flabbergasted as anybody because we were all feeling the same way. And if you're the commissioner and you actually sat down, I'm like, okay, Joe, here's the deal. You can't do that crap anymore. It's going to be a major issue for us. Let's not have that happen again. And you tell me, okay, no problem. Sorry about that. And then you go out and do it again. I'm pretty pissed. And your team laid an egg in the playoffs. And, that too. And, and so I think it's kind of that. I, I mean, was Dylan I think, Brooks's fault. Uh, it was John Don't Alderman. poke the bear. Yeah. No, I mean, but again, I think it shows a lack of maturity on their whole team. Their yeah. whole team, I mean, they, they got to get. They gotta, they gotta get three or four veteran guys in that locker room that can look at some of these young guys when the coaches leave and go, "You need to shut the, you know what up, just shut up and play." Cause there was they, a story. They, uh, they're lacking a lot of maturity over there, as you obviously can see. There was a story when the suspension happened that Stephen Adams, who is the vet in the locker room, mm -hmm. sat them down and was like, "We need to be focused on the game. We need to stop doing all this other stuff." And that was the night that the picture of John the Strip Club came out. Oh, boy. Oh. Like, he did that after he talked to him. Whoops. Whoops. Last night, he uh, had a, an apology on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there something to that apology? Because I saw a thread, and they were making accusations that that was copy and pasted from some it, other famous it, response. Well, they said it was a chat GPT response. I'm sorry? And huh? It was AI made the, made the quote. You know what? That was the accusation. That's pretty good. Alan Iverson... <laughs> <laughs> if uh, maybe he can get artificial intelligence to s start making decisions on gunplay for him, that would be better. Uh, welcome back in the zone, Westmore. Justin Acre, Big Joe Klein is here. Christian Weaver's here. If you want to see our ugly mugs, you can catch us on YouTube TV, and we're also linking this through all of our social media sites, so Twitter, Facebook, and such. Uh, not IG Live, because you know what happens on there. Um, no what? Well, you sometimes if you wave a gun, you get suspended for half a season oh. potentially. Questions of the day today, Christian, and what were our recaps from yesterday? All right, our question of the day today was from yesterday. We posed it. Um, which of these two artists do you hate more? The Elvis, the Beatles, neither, or both? Elvis, you you're, hate. If you're on an island, Joe, and you can only listen to one artist the rest of your life, you're stuck. All Beatles, all Elvis, what's it going to be? Beatles. Same. Yeah. No, no brainer, but... Um, so far, the results in that are neither, 65%. The Beatles is at 28%. This was sparked by a, a day of day drinking, and we were sitting outside, and one guy popped up. He's like, you know what? I hate the Beatles. I think they're terrible. I hate all their music. And I was like, every song? Every song you hate? And he's like, and by the way, I think Elvis sucks, too. So I was like, okay. And then there were a few other people at the table that agreed, and I was like, what is happening right now? I was shocked. Anyway. Um, results from yesterday, I'm yes. pulling them up right now. Okay. Um, Joe, in the East, while he's pulling that up. Got Miami and uh, Boston. I know oh. your your blood is green, but still, what do you think? Celtics uh, have been a little inconsistent. I think, I think the Celtics are the better team. I think the Heat are the a pest in the room that are just they're not going away. They're gonna fight and scrap and claw you. Uh, the Celtics have shown a little uh, lax. You know, Chink in the armor, if you will. Shown a little, uh, put their guard down a little bit. That's a really, really bad move against Miami. Because mm -hmm. again, you'll you'll relax or think going into this series, we got you know it's Miami Heat is the, the last team in. We got this, and then you look up and you split home and home, and you're going back to Miami to a to a nut house. Yeah. So, uh, 
I think, again, I think Boston's a better team. I think Boston should take care of business in six games. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. They like to play with their meat, as Doc Rivers said. Yeah. They, will, yeah. <laughs> will you take uh, either of the Western Conference teams over the Eastern Conference champion today? Or what does it ma- depend on the matchup? Uh, I, I mean, I like Denver. I mean, again, they're not they're not unbeatable. I, I think they're the best team left. Okay. Uh, but I I do not think they're unbeatable. So I mean, I I, I would not I could see either of the Eastern teams beating either of the Western teams. Okay. Christian, questions of the day yesterday. Yeah, our question of the day yesterday was who wins the Western Conference Finals between the Nuggets and the Lakers? Sixty three percent of voters said the Nuggets. And this is a Laker community, I would say. There's a lot of Lakers fans in Little Rock. I think there's a lot of LeBron haters Yeah, I was going to say a lot of haters. That's a good point. A lot of haters. By the way, there's a guy that's written a book about LeBron, and he's supposed to be... He's doing a tour next week, and I'm going to try to get him on to talk about it. Maybe he can capture the uh, understanding of why people hate LeBron, because I do not get it. Yeah, Um, I don't get it either, but... We we compared it to to Jaw yesterday, right? Because I'm like... This is a guy who is a budding superstar mm. who can't get out of his own way, and LeBron's been famous since he was 16, and he's never had a public misstep except for a PR gaffe with that moron that he decided to sit down and make the decision with. But he raised a million dollars for Boys and Girls Club by doing that gaffe. Even when he screws up, yeah. he, he falls into something good. <laughs> so he's King I mean, Midas. Yeah, so. I will say, in the first and second round, when we asked the question, who will win, Lakers-Grizz or Lakers-Golden um, State, both times, the other team was picked over the Lakers. And yeah. The Lakers won some. Okay. So I can't. So if they get to the finals, they'll probably get picked against two. Probably. Okay. Um, this is the clip of the day. This goes back to the Tim Donaghy scandal. He's an idiot. That was Joe Klein at his <laughs> finest. Joe, that applies to John Moran. He's an idiot. Right now he is, and I hope that he grows out of that. On Monday, uh, and Joe, I'm going to put you in another position here because you got to go against your own. Johnson County District Judge Thomas Sunderland ordered the release of a redacted copy of the police affidavit, which states that Jackson Mahomes... Grabbed the woman in question. You guys have seen this trial he's under now. Aspen Vaughn by the throat, forcing her head back, kissed her, and put his tongue in her mouth three times without her consent, told her not to tell anyone. The 40-year-old is the owner of the Aspen's Restaurant and Lounge. She told police Jackson, told her he needed to speak with her in the office, uh, and then he closed the door once they were inside. Then he grabbed her and forcibly kissed her multiple times. Um, when he left the office, she showed two servers, who she claimed did not hear her when she called out for help, um, that she had injuries on her neck. At one point, Jackson returned to the office trying to explain what he could do for her business. Jackson was reportedly angry when he and his group of friends were eventually told to leave the restaurant. Additionally, a waiter who tried to enter the office had the door shoved in his face. He was going to get his water bottle, apparently, and Jackson told him that uh, he was not to come inside while he was in there. And the waiter was like, I'm just trying to get my water bottle. Jackson later attempted to apologize, but also told the waiter... He should not have to tell him twice to leave a room, and that if he's in a room in the restaurant, it's off limits. Joe? He's an idiot. Joe, I agree with you. Thank you. Um, Speaking of people who need to spend a little time... Reflecting? <laughs> reflecting. Yes. That, guy, that guy needs about six months in, in, a, in a cell to where he can... And his, and his older brother needs to pull him in there and go, look, dude, it's over. Yeah. It's, you're, you're off social media. You're off using my name. And... But that's all he has. Right. That's well, all Jackson has. Well, it's time, to, it's time to grow up and get a degree. Go, I'll pay for your degree. Go get a master's. Go, go, do, go do something. Go get a life. life. Go get a life. But Not my I'm life. Through, I'm through being your conduit. You know, we're done. Yeah, I hope that happens. But uh, Jackson Mahomes is inherently unlikable. Ja Morant is not. So I'm really rooting for Jod to make a recovery, and I'm really hoping. John Morant's on the verge, though. I know he is, but I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him the benefit of the he doubt. Gets one more chance. Hope he gets it cleared up. If he don't, if he don't figure it out after this, he needs to go away. Yeah, he's going to be in trouble. Um, I hope Jackson Mahomes does something else dumb and goes to jail for a long time because I don't want to hear from him again. And now I'm hoping that Brittany kills somebody and, so I don't have to I, hear from her either. And again, I mean, I'm speaking from. I've, I'm joking. I've seen a long. I played with guys that were. You were on the jailblazers, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, uh, you know, there was a great uh, Richard Dumas. They were ahead of their time. Um, uh, Richard Dumas with the Suns, who had that great first year. And, you know, just, I mean, I can sit here and name 20 guys like this dude. And maybe not, the money wasn't what it was and the things that you're going to lose, but you're going to lose a 
10 to 15 year career because you they built a franchise around this dude yeah you can't get out of your own way Mm. big o tires great deal right now buy three tires fourth tire absolutely free it's not a rebate it's not some coupon that you mail in it is right there in the store buy three tires fourth tire is absolutely free they haven't raised the prices on the first three tires to make up for that fourth free tire. It is a legitimate buy three, four tire free. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires. Plus, they have the Big O tire. And Big O tires does more than tires. They'll work on your car. The check engine light's on. It's not running right. Something just not feeling right. Take it to Big O tires. Their mecha- mechanics are ready to take care of you. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Check out Big o- Big O tires. The team we trust. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewski's and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 7 p.m., cash prizes and whiskey specials all day. Whiskey Wednesday and Poker Night, Wednesday at Brewski's. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care, so you can live your story. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, you could be entitled to cash compensation. Bayer, the owner of Roundup, will pay more than $10 billion to cancer victims of weed killer Roundup. Call our weed killer cancer hotline now to see if you're entitled to cash compensation. Roundup has been one of the most commonly used herbicides in the U.S. If you or someone you love has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were exposed to Roundup, call now. Our team is here to fight for everyday people and to get you the compensation you may deserve. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, even if the loved one has passed away, call 800-737-9455 now to see if you are entitled to compensation. But hurry, time is limited. Call 800-737-9455. 800-737-9455. Great long start today, long before the grass is green. If you live in central Arkansas, Sanders Ground Essentials can help make your yard into a great lawn. Call Sanders Ground Essentials today at 315-9395 or on the web, sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save big. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower. All four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Big Joe is here. Welcome back in the zone. Hagen Smith coming up momentarily. Talk a little Razorback baseball with him. Razorback's about to head over to Vanderbilt. And we have not. Yes, we have not talked to Hagen. That's what I was just going to say. We haven't talked to him yet leading up to it. So I was wondering. Great day tomorrow. It's going to be for me. There he is. I got got Razorback baseball. Yeah. PGA. Right. Oh, yeah. NBA playoffs. Right. Winner, winner. Wow. Dollar chicken off dinner. chicken sandwiches. Dollar dinner. off chicken sandwiches today. Dinner. 
All is good, man. Life is good. You get Hagen a chicken sandwich. Blackened. He like. I bet he likes cheese. He's not like Christian Weaver back there. We can ask him. Let's do that. A 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 and two in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, and welcome back. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Man, we're good. When are you guys leaving? I think our flight leaves at 2. Flight leaves at 2, okay. I was worried because um, I thought, well, we haven't reached out to Hagen. They're traveling today. I wonder what time they're going. I want to miss him. But, uh, all right, yeah. jo- Joe Klein is here from Corky's, former Razorback great, uh, current barbecue great. How do you take your chicken sandwich? <laughs> How about what? How do you take a chicken sandwich? What do you want on it? Just chicken. That's it. Chicken and bun? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. No lettuce, Maybe no tomato, chicken, no cheese, no, no. no barbecue sauce. <laughs> Nothing. I can I can get down some barbecue sauce. Okay. But I always play dry usually. All right. Oh man, you're a plain guy. I'm uh, glad you said barbecue sauce. I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna look at you a whole whole different whole way. Different way. Are you a pretty plain Jane kind of eater? I mean, is that sort of your deal at this point? I mean, if I if I get a burger, all I'm putting on is cheese, ketchup, and bacon. That's about it. Okay. How about a hot dog? What do you put on a hot dog? Forget Vanderbilt. Let's get to the... Well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, what, I didn't catch that, but Hagen, you broke up. What'd you say? I said just ketchup. Just ketchup. Ketchup on I a like hot dog. Hagen a lot. On a hot dog? That's what I do. Just yeah. ketchup. Uh-huh. I may put a little stripe of mustard on there with the ketchup. Hagen, next time I come up, we're going to go out and... I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll work with you. That's okay. Listen, you pitch. You pitch like a major leaguer, but you have the palate of a twelve-year-old. No offense. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. You'll grow into it. Gosh, who's giving Hagen wow. a hard time now? I can't wait to come on the show now next I week. I don't give a hell about a pitch count. You do. It's fine. Listen, great performance. Uh, you guys held down a really, really good South Carolina team. It was a fun weekend of baseball you guys win the series and frankly pitchers i thought on both sides deserved a lot of credit you know they got a gem from their guy on saturday i thought your guys pitched really well all weekend you get off to a great start on friday and obviously gage wood came in and did what he's been doing um and i always like to ask you how you would assess your own performance but that's a very uh significant serious south carolina offense you guys did a really good job against them over the weekend yeah i thought everyone did really good i mean got to the hunter home and he pitched Amazing. That's the best I've seen through all year for sure, man. How everybody did. I thought Gage did really good. I thought Tiger Will did really good too. I don't even think we used anybody else. Yeah, five pitchers the entire weekend. That's got to be yeah. nice for a bullpen at the end of the year where, you know, maybe arms are starting to get a little tired. They get a, a nice weekend off to, to uh, kind of refresh those arms. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had some guys that didn't throw this weekend through lives. I mean, that looks really good. But, and, and, so, I mean, we just have a bunch of guys that are just ready to get the opportunity still. Is that how it is, though? Or if you're a bullpen guy, are you sitting back there going, look, Hunter, enough already. Will you will you please make some mistakes so we can get in the game? No, I mean, I think I think you're just rooting them on. I mean, obviously you want to pitch, but you get to watch something like that. It's pretty special. You guys had a, a, a few guys, and Hunter, you know, is a perfect example of guys pitching out of jams. He had, a, I think, it was maybe first and third, or whatever it was first and I don't remember what the deal was. I guess he had a guy at third for sure, uh, but he got the comebacker to him after getting the pop up, and then he threw to third for the double play. I mean, he was in big trouble with no outs. That was pretty uh, kind of a microcosm of the weekend. You guys, when you did get in some trouble, you guys pitched yourselves out pretty well. Yeah, on the when Hunter did that, he just looked really in control. I mean, I think. I think he got a pop up or a strikeout, and then he got a comeback or a third, and you could just tell he was so locked in, and he was ready for anything that day. What, where, how would you assess him, or maybe kind of give me the rundown of pitchers in order of intensity? I think it was Tiger that said 
he's that dude. I mean, he's one of those guys that just gets real serious and real intense. Um, I mean, obviously, all you pitchers have to be that way to some degree. There's a lot of mental toughness that goes into it, especially when you're pitching in those situations. Um, does he stand out to you as far as his toughness goes? Yeah, I mean, I think almost all the guys are like that, really. I mean, if they, if they know you're pitching, you're kind of just, they're kind of not really talking to anybody. They're just kind of just getting locked in, ready to go. That's how Hunter is. I mean, he's a dude. I mean, once the lights come on, he just shines. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see that. Take me back to uh, the game you're, you're pitching. The first five innings kind of rolling. Your pitch count was down. I was excited. You're going into the sixth inning. Uh, get a couple of outs, and then they, they, uh, they get three singles off of you, uh, and they score their lone run off of you. Are you, uh, at that time, when Coach is coming out, are you, you in your mind, you're fighting, you're wanting to finish that inning, or you know it was Gage Wood time? How are you feeling right then? Uh, I mean, I was a little, a little upset I got taken out. I thought I could have gotten her out for me. I trust you because Spanner Horn, and then and then I know Gage coming behind me usually. So I mean, I know he's going to get it, get out of the jam, and hopefully get the whole rest of the game. So I mean, that's what happened. So I'm not mad at all anymore. Yeah, did you give him a hard time after Sunday's game? Go, hey, you only gave me 94 pitches. You let you let Hunter go 113. <laughs> I mean, come on, coach. <laughs> no, I didn't say. I should have. Yeah, that's probably not good. Well, I don't know if you should. I don't know if that's good. Good move yeah, or not. Don't do that. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but it shows that he wants it. Yeah, no, for sure. We I don't think there's any question that he wants it. Hagan, this is uh, we talked to Jace about this earlier in the week. It looks like, and again, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, and I don't want to, you know, get overly confident here. But you guys seem to be coming together at the right time, and you haven't even gotten Wagner back yet. Obviously, Stovall's a little bit up in the air with the injury he's been dealing with. But I mean, you've got you got you know uh, Josenberger back over the weekend. The pitchers are locked in. I mean, it seems like things are coming together at the right time. Yeah, I mean, it's a perfect time to get everybody start getting everybody hot. I mean. Hopefully we can get Jared and Stillwell back soon, and I think once we get those two back, we'll obviously really complete. And then you gotta you gotta find ways to get guys uh, some more opportunities on the mound. I think just like like Austin Ledbetter, I think he needs to throw a little more. I'm just getting the game again. I feel like we just see the same five guys every weekend now. <laughs> the past two weekends, yeah. Um, we're up against top of the hour, obviously, Vanderbilt this weekend. I want to ask about quickly your mentality um, as far as locking up a national seed. You guys may have already done it, but uh, what do you feel like you need to do this weekend to sort of put that stamp on it? I think we just need to focus on each game. I think we just try to win each game ahead of us, not try to think about winning this, winning that. I think we just try to win the game in front of us, and I think we'll be good. Are you going straight from Nashville to Hoover? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we're leaving... I think we're going to bust down there after the game Saturday. Okay. Interesting. So you'll be there Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I guess no school, so what the heck? You guys won't play till Wednesday. That'll work yeah. out. There you go. Yeah. Sure. You're going you're gonna to hit both of the good restaurants in Hoover while you're there. That'll be good. I'll say lucky you. <laughs> what, 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 did you what did you guys do to Van Horn to make it? No, what did he do? So if you don't sweep this series, we're, going, we're leaving for... Hoover, and you're going to be there to Wednesday. Hey, good luck, Hagen. Safe travels, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Style Sushi Experience, founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Check out our punk rock roll with shrimp tempura, spicy tuna, cream cheese, and seared tuna. Strawberry, avocado, jalapeno, cucumber.